Austin Culture Club Podcast. Austin Culture Club Podcast. Welcome to the show. Guest co-host, Keegan. What happened to Ruben? Um, I think it was either laryngitis or a flesh-eating fungus. I yeah. What do you think it was, Jason? Uh, Why what did what did Ruben Yeah, where did Ruben go? It's like a Blues Clues episode. <laughs> yeah. Where's Rue? Where's Rue? Yeah. Here? Here? Can oh, we get look, some I animation? Found a clue. Where's the clue? Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to <laughs> wag my tail. When I yell, I want to yell Rue. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Ruse clues, ruse clues. <laughs> Which it just sounds like I'm, we're just talking about <laughs> Ruben's <is> son, <laughs> Ru. Ruben is incognito. He, uh, I think he's recording an album somewhere in Vermont. Uh, I thought it was Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a cover band YouTube project. Yep, yep. Add a little birds in there. Yeah, a lot of bird noises. So Keegan decided to come back from her journeys. Around the world, around the bay, around the bin. Yeah, West Austin. Up the hill. It's scary place. Well, you went to California recently. Oh, yeah, I did that too. <laughs> so you you have done some traveling <laughs> yes. since you've been on the pod. For most people that don't know, this is, you know, Keegan, yeah. a.k.a. Poetry Girl. Yeah. We had a Poetry Corner segment, and she became a fixture. Do you have any poetry for us today? <laughs> Maybe like a haiku? A simile? No. Uh, okay. Well, maybe we'll we'll come up with one later. We'll, we'll loop around. We'll do one. <laughs> well, so you know how the show works. We go right into topics, and then, then we go to interviews. And for most people that don't know, Keegan is um, a potter, no a pothead, uh, a pot fucker. A pot con- consumer? What? What are you? A potterist? <laughs> um, a potterist. I, I like it. Uh, I what do they I, call? The technical term is ceramicist. 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 Fan. Working with C- ceramics. Wham bam ceram ma'am. Arist. Arist. Yeah. Arist. We're gonna be breaking pots on today's show. Asking the hard-hitting questions about pottery, how it's made, how do you cook it, what kind of pots are the best pots. For cooking in. What is art in the pot world? And we're not talking about weed. But I guess you you could make a weed pot. I've made pipes. Out of clay? Mm-hmm. See, there we go. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, you, you know, you put it in, like, that oven to cook it. Can you make a pie in there, too? <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, maybe some jerky. Uh, Can you throw not. some jerky in the kin? Maybe is not. it a kin? Kennel? Kiln? Kiln. Kiln. Okay. I thought it was a kiln. Kiln. Because I was like, it's not where, it's not like a doghouse that you just hot box and cook your stuff in. Ah, uh, kiln. That's what I thought. I was like, a kennel. For some reason, I couldn't get the word right. And I was like, it's not a kennel. Because then I just think of you like cooking dogs, <laughs> or the dog is not able to sleep in his doghouse because yeah, you're like must making love a pot. Dogs, man, must love dogs. Why is that dog sleeping outside in the cold? I'm baking a pot. 
<laughs> All right, so topics. You ready for topics? Ready. Play the music. Hell yeah, that's playing. That's good. Um, so first topic. So you know, Circuit of America. Yes. It's the people don't know. It's like a racetrack. Whoa, whoa, that's NASCAR. And they did a NASCAR event there, I think, last week. But it's like Formula One. They do a lot of racing events, racing clubs. But it's a big outdoor area. Well, they plan to build a full amusement park out there with a roller coaster. Oh, I hate roller coasters. I hate amusement. I don't like fun. I like parks just because it's a great place to, like, Smoke weed. I was gonna say watch kids, but I'm like, Did you stop by your California sober shit. Oh yeah, I'm California. For most people that don't know, I'm getting ready for you know summer beach bod. Beach bod. Some California sober, nice. which means well, there's two different versions of California sober. Cocaine. Or with this, no. Original. I think original California sober is just weed. You don't smoke. You do, you smoke. I mean, you smoke weed, but no alcohol. Mm-hmm. Maybe some salsa. Here I don't know. If it's low-cal. And then there's the New Age California Sober, which is microdosing shrooms and uh, ketamine spray. Like a mouth yeah. spray? Well, ketamine, you get it, you know, horse strangulated. Now it's a form of like an antidepressant. Uh. And you get it as a nasal spray. Uh. And I found this out, too. The best way to do cocaine, allegedly, from uh, somebody... They, you can, it's a, the spray it. If you get like a nasal spray, mm. mix with water. Cause then you don't have to mess with the key and the bag. You just make it into like a nasal thing and you just, cause you, mm. allegedly, if somebody does like cocaine, it like gets lodged up in your nose. Right. Especially if you're a person of the, the cloth, yeah. Jews. Um, <laughs> They got bigger nose. It's 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 science. It's not. Hey, whoa, whoa. Uh, you get a, you get cocaine stuck, and if you do a waterfall, kind of like the ye- like you know when you have sinuses and you use the the yeti pot night. Net- yeah. <laughs> yeti pot. Yeti, yeti pot. Yeah. Yeti yeah. pot. I was thinking of the yeti yeah, cups. You stick a whole bunch of yetis. Yeah. 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 You you do a waterfall and you wash it, the cocaine out of your. Nasal, you know, systems. When I did dabble in the usage of said substance, uh, I used to have to flush my nose out with a neti pot. Yeah, um, so it helps. So there's that same technique, but as a nasal spray, so gets you right in the the gut. But that's how that uh, that ketamine works. So the ketamine is like a nasal spray, and so it's a mild tranquilizer. So it's kind of like a hallucinogen in a way. So if you overdo it, like with Sudafed. You get like a little visual effects. Nice. So that's that. I consider that like the new age California sober. Oh, okay. So but are you new age or old age? A middle aged California sober. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's depending on how my heartburn and indigestion is that day, is uh, what I do. But it's mainly just you know CBD gummies. I find those really help. I was used to like anti CBD. But now it's like the gummies are nice. And it's a nice little treat if you're cutting sugar out as well. Little little snack? Little, little treat. Little, little treat, a, treat. A little mood supplement. That was a tangent. I don't know where it's going. 
But we're yeah, California sober. <laughs> Back to the show. Uh, so a flamingo escaped the Kansas Zoo, and guess what happened to this? This this is your next like children's book. I'm ready. The flamingo that learned pottery. No, it's, no. it's fucking webbed ass feet. I don't think that works very well. Just like have have you know he has an app for it maybe with the phone. But so this flamingo escaped from the Kansas City Zoo 17 years ago, and they found it in Texas, like Corpus Christi. They found the this uh, pink flamingo was just roaming the land. Damn, they I didn't know they found. aged that well. I didn't know they lived that long. They bring it back to prison. Well, they came down for shrimp fest at Red Lobster <laughs> in Corpus Christi, <laughs> and decided to you know stay. But I thought that'd be As a no great. One does. A great children's book. You know, a flamingo that escapes from the zoo. Yeah. And, you know, goes to, like, uh, Cancun. Hmm? And learns, you know, pottery. <laughs> Wait, are we talking with, like, the wings? Like, where are we talking with, like, its little webbed feet? Because I'm still... It's like a foot situation. It's like... Like a foot wing? You know how, like, when you're, like... Uh, you don't have any hands, but you still want to learn how to paint. So you like paint with your feet or your mouth. So bring out the paint. We're gonna do another segment is painting with feet, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not very good for audio purposes, but visually, it's not very good either. <laughs> no. <laughs> have you ever painted with your feet? Next yes. topic. <laughs> <laughs> for money or what? <laughs> Somebody else painted your feet, or you're just really bad at painting your toenails, and you just, Oof. you know, like children when they're like, "Let me paint your nails," and then they just they're just painting your hand. No, because I will never let a child touch me. <laughs> your heart, <laughs> never, not my heart, so never. Cold. <laughs> it's weird because you have several have children so that aren't children. your own. Ugh. So many. And now by choice, they're just like, "Watch him." It's like that lady that lived in a watch boot. her in a boot. Yeah, do, don't you remember that like, uh, nursery rhyme? I was just thinking of you drinking Malora out of a shoe. So oh, that's the same thing. <laughs> she Honey, probably you need Malort the lady. This. The lady that lived in a boot probably drank Malort out of a shoe. I feel like all of their cups would be shoes. Maybe shoe cup? Well, yeah, I support it. Bowling shoes for bowls. There once was a lady that lived in a shoe. She had too many children. She didn't know what to do. So then she got a cup. Or maybe a shoe of Malor and to make her feel better to do. Took a shot or two. Yeah, I was trying to, you know, poetry, uh -huh. poetry girl. So I thought, you know, I could be the new poetry girl. <laughs> Joey, you are the poetry Bonds girl. Bonds have more fun, as they say. Next topic. Yeah, I wish I had more flamingo topics. <laughs> they eat shrimp. I know, they, and that makes and them it, pinker. Yeah, it's so that's so cool. cool. And, and then when sometimes when you see like a, a like a flamingo that's kind of like white, you go, that, get that get that flamingo some shrimp. That's what I first thing I think. <laughs> a good shrimp cock. I go, is that a crane? <laughs> get out of there! Because sometimes you'll see other birds with the flamingos. And you're like, what are you doing in here? Yeah. And then I was like, is bird segregation okay? <laughs> Shouldn't all birds be together? Okay, side topic. I watched Hairspray for like 
first time. And which one, the John Waters or the new one? The new one. And so which? Oh, with John Travolta as the mom. John Travolta in it. Mm -hmm. And um, I took these like really strong anxiety pills. So that I could go to sleep, but mm. instead I ended up watching Hairspray and then crying because I was like, that's not how the real world works. And then I just sat there and cried for like Oh, a because the hair? He <laughs> just like, that's not real hair. It was that. And then I was like thinking of like segregation and I was like, well, that's not how the 60s were. And then because then you, like in the end, there's like all like these like white people like standing in line, like cheering because they're like, yeah, black mm. people, white people are dancing together. And that's I was right. like, that's not how that would go. And then I cried for a few hours. Oh my and God. then I ate two chocolates and then I cried some more. And then I just laid in my bed and watched the Great British Baking Show because I couldn't oh, Wow, sounds like a day. That was a Monday. Oh, man. That, was, that was Monday. Sounds like somebody had a case of the Mondays. Like Garfield, I feel like I cried no soon to something random. Was it? I've been watching a lot of Below Deck. Yeah, and it's just you know it's it's wild. It's crazy how they live on these ships, and how prissy they are, and you know they're just they're all around terrible people. The people that work on the ship, the people that go on the ship, the ship. You know, it's just a lot of shit. Well, ship. We finished. My best friend and I just finished Love Is Blind season two. Nice. And Do you watch it with your eyes closed or? <laughs> yep. I get, to, yeah, this is. <laughs> I'm like, I do feel like this is blind. There's a new one coming out, I Love is this. Death. And you, it's all subtitled. Well, great. That's how I watch Love is Blind anyway. So. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're talking about, you know, our trash TV. Love so, Love is Blind. Love is Blind. I, don't, I haven't seen the new season. The new season is very good. There's a man on there that looks like he could be a serial killer. Oh, yeah. He probably is. Shane, yeah. yes. Yeah. He's a fan. He's My favorite is Love on the Spectrum. That's like my favorite. That one makes me cry. I know, because it just gets you. I can't watch it. It seems a little exploitative, right? At least to me. Says the guy wearing fucking a, these shoes. How is this in a college t-shirt. <laughs> You're not you're, in college, Jason. You're, you're exploiting. Oh, this, is, this is just the idea of college. Oh, uh, yeah. You're not in it. We're trying to get a college crowd on the the podcast, listeners. <laughs> and so we decided, how do we get these college guys, like frat dudes, you know, nerds? If you just manifest and then we're just like, doing? let's just get a shirt that says college so they know. Yeah. Very this good. segment is called Austin College Culture Club segment <laughs> well our initials are acc yeah so yeah maybe we should be austin community college podcast Ooh, make a website call it acc.com uh, see how many people you get confused to enroll into college that's true let's get buy the, the yeah the we'll steal the domain name yeah. and uh we'll start a make-a-wish foundation yeah we need a you know so you know that the texas fires Yes. Have you heard the fires are burning? Oh, yeah. You know about fire? No. Well, the caveman have been in. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, there's, yeah, there's more than, I guess, fires all over. There's like a burn ban going on. And more than 200 firefighters from 70 different local fire departments are all going across state to put out fires. Band together. Over 65 fire engines as well. It's 
bad for the environment. I feel like that's why I haven't got my voice back in like two weeks now. It's the fires. The fires are burning. You can't just blame the fires, Joey. <laughs> what else can I blame it on? All the ketamine. No, I'm I'm middle aged, California sober. <laughs> so I just you know I just like maybe I mix it in with my iced tea or my Earl Grey. Earl Grey, Earl Grey. That's the way to do it. <sighs> I love Earl Grey. You know what I, I find offensive is so you have the, the Keurig. We're going a lot off topic on this one. I got <laughs> I got some stuff to say. Yes. So you know Keurig cups, which I hate. Um yeah. Do you work in an office? We I work in a pseudo office kind of thing. You you know about offices. Yeah. You watch the show Office. Right. Well a lot of offices have instead of a coffee pot, they don't make coffee anymore. No. They may even have an espresso machine, but they don't even, but they have the, the, the Keurig. Oh, yeah. The Keurig. Was it, was it the Keurig machine? Was it, or just called Keurig? Keurig. And and then we got to go to Keurig cups. The Keurig. The cups. Not my. Special K Not my kind of, I mean, if they were Academy cups. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, that works out perfect. Why did I think that was so funny? But, um, but the coffee is terrible. Yeah. It's like the worst coffee you can get. It's like worse than buying like canned coffee from the gas station. So all of my jobs, like from when I was like 15 until probably last year, um, have always been at like coffee shops. Mm. So I've always like worked around like good coffee. Yeah. You know, or like semi decent coffee when it was. Well, even, you know, you go to like a diner and you get shitty coffee. That's even good. Some even like burnt black coffee is good news. I love it. Cowboy coffee on a fire. I had this roommate and she had a Keurig. So like when I wasn't at work, I'd be like, all right, let's test this motherfucker out. And it was produced the most vile shit I think I've ever tasted in my life. K cups. Are the fucking devil. They're horrible. Another thing that I have is why would you get the K-Cups for the tea version? Right, well, you so, can just get a so, bag of yeah, tea. Yeah, and it's the same brand. And you just so, fucking fill it up with hot water, you lazy-ass motherfuckers. So Come I was on. just like, yeah, I was just like, you could just not even put a Keurig in, just let hot water go in your cup and just put a bag in there, a tea bag. It's as easy as that. And it tastes way better. So yeah, at work we have the cured cups and we have like green tea, and I was like, I was almost like mad when I saw it. I was like, what is the purpose? <laughs> what is the purpose of this? See, and even the Keurig, even just looking at it makes me mad because I'm just like, it makes the thought of like, I want coffee, but I don't want that. At my office, we have a Nespresso machine, which is basically a Keurig, but for espresso shots. Yeah, which is probably god awful. It's too. vile and like. I make sure that they have to use their own, like, we have a station of tea bags. Yeah. So you have to make, if you want tea, you can make your own tea. But, like, the Nespresso shit, like, I just go to Thunderbird, get my coffee in the morning, and then I just don't drink coffee for the rest of the day, which kills me, because they only, like, thrive off of caffeine and nicotine. Yeah. But I would rather... Especially being California sober. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I was California sober for three days. Now I really want to drink. Yeah. A drink. <laughs> if anybody's <laughs> listening to the show, can we get Keegan a drink? Please get me What's a drink. What's your Venmo so they can buy you a drink? <laughs> it's K McGuire 08. I go by K Cup. <laughs> K Cups with a Z. 
The end. If you need sucks. Me, you can send me any money for anything you want. Just K M C G U I R E O A. Okay. Put this at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. We'll try to go fund me. Uh, please do. <laughs> no, you do. You do like the, like. There's people that have like buy me a cup of coffee thing on their Instagram. Like some people have like where you can like buy somebody a cup of coffee. Damn, I gotta get Insta famous. It's not like um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's like it's just like their Venmo or something. But there's like certain people I know. They have like the they have like a link, and you like tip it, and it's like buy me a cup of coffee. Interesting. All right. I think yours could be like, buy me a pack of smokes. <laughs> <laughs> buy, buy me, me an house. Uber ride home. <laughs> yeah, that would be B- Buy me a place to live. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't want to move. So I wanted to bring it up. You know, Ruben's not here. You know, Ruben always is very boisterous about his opinions. So this segment is Ruben's rant would usually be in this segment. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be Keegan's... Eh, Opinion. (laughs) So recently, you know, the Oscars went down. And for people that don't know, the Oscars is an award show for movies. What? In America. We have a lot of guests that don't, you know, watch mainstream television. Um, And there was an incident. Chris Rock, you know, as Chris Rock does, rocks the house. But everybody hates Chris. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates Chris. Uh, well, he made a com- He made a GI Jane joke, which is a movie about a woman that has that's in the military, shaved head. That came out like thirty years ago, right? GI Jane. I know GI Joe. See, he doesn't even. See, I know it. So the people. So most people don't even get the reference because that's how old of a movie is. And Will Smith's uh, wife has alopecia. Uh huh. Which I don't think is like that big of a deal. I mean, but you're, you're a man, though. You gotta think about a female perspective. I mean, this is I'm wearing this is a wig right now, guys. <laughs> Take it off, then. Never. That's for that's for my future ex-wife. <laughs> I like to rub my ball head on her back side. <laughs> okay. So you team Rock or team Smith? So yeah, so what are you? So uh Will Smith got offended at Rock's joke and went up and slaps Chris Rock. What are Listen, you what's your what's your I feel like maybe the joke was uncalled for, but like most of comedy is kind of just like uncalled for. Yeah. He was just doing his job as a comedian, in my opinion. Um, I think Will Smith was in the wrong. I don't think you should just go up and slap somebody just because they told a joke. Maybe yeah. you could have been like, sidebar, hey man, like, this is kind of fucking shitty. But you don't have to go up and like slap somebody, even though I might not be a, the best person to really say no. to. So you slap a lot of people, right? Yeah. You just ran at people you go up to and slap. Well, it's like pro- yeah. whiskey anymore, yeah. you know? So. <laughs> so, Is it the Midwest or the Irish or is that the all of the, the fumes from the pot making? <laughs> from the kin. I, I feel like it might be the. Is that all the K-cups? <laughs> it's all the fucking K-cups. I fucking hate K-cups. 
In case you didn't know, I fucking hate K-Cups. This segment is sponsored by Keurig. Mm-mm, vile. <laughs> I like to call them crap cups. <laughs> so... So let's say I'm Will Smith and you're Chris Rock and you're like, what's the deal with Will Smith? And then I come up and I slap you. What would your your reaction be? Oh, I'd fight a bitch. See, that's like that's what. So do you think that it was like a stage thing? So there's conspiracies thinking nobody watched the Oscars. Nobody cares. Everybody's been tweeting before the Oscars like nobody gives a fuck about the Oscars. So some people think it was staged. Because it's out of Will Smith's character. Uh, and then Chris Rock, he, he's going on tour after this. His tour sold out afterwards. And nobody talks about the Oscars, and now everybody's talking about the Oscars. Yeah, I just, I don't know. He was the memes. Afterwards, I feel like it. Oh, yeah, because he goes, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah. And he repeated it twice. And I was like, he said the F word. <laughs> On the Oscars. Some people, so do you think he should have, he won uh, for King Richard? Mm-hmm. And in his acceptance speech, he just like said that, I am standing up for women. So that was, his, he didn't apologize. He just, should he have gotten the Oscar? Do you think? For like, if you have an outburst, it's like, that. Like I was thinking if you're like in high school and you're going to be like valedictorian or get an award and you get in a fight or slap somebody, they take it away from you. I think that should have been like, no, dude, you fucked up. You don't get this Oscar. This is a prestigious award. And you're saying the F word, not once, but twice. You slapped a man. And you slapped Chris Rock. He's a little guy. He's a if little you guy. slapped The Rock, I would have been like, eh, he makes a lot of bad movies. That's understandable. But Chris Rock. Touchy subject. You talk shit, you get hit. That's what happens in real life, though. Has that ever happened to you, Jason? Oh, I'm no, I, I avoid fights. And <laughs> then, like everybody, <laughs> so <laughs> Tiffany, like t- uh, Tiffany Haddisher, she was like, "This is the best thing that's ever happened." And then Jim Carrey was like, "It was sickening," because he's like says his exploits like violent culture or something. Jim's a little weird like that. And then David Spade on his podcast that came out today, Fly on the Wall, he did a statement before the pod, uh, and he said that it's, uh, is like, you know, should roast be canceled? Should we not even roast? Do we roast anymore? Oh, please don't ever cancel roast. Like, can you nobody take a joke now? And then it's kind of like why comedians are comedians is because they are the the little guy. They make these jokes. They're funny. But should comedians be like threatened for telling a joke? Nobody should be physically harmed for saying something. I think it's okay to something. attack the Oscars though, because those are boring and no one really cares. So there's got to be something. Yeah, I think if you like, if you say it like it's like TMZ and Chris Rock is like, man, Will Smith's wife is like fucking looks like my balls, you know? Yeah. That would be like, um, dude, that's fucked up. But it's like, hey, Will Smith, you're right in front of me, right in front of me. And your wife's sitting right there. I'm just making a little fucking joke. Well, it's like also they're in like that weird open marriage. 
Like, yeah. I have nothing against like open relationships. I personally couldn't do it. But like we all know, Jada was like. She likes banging Tupac. Yeah, like, you know. Like she like blatantly came out and said like and that kind of be like hurts your like self esteem a little bit not even for yeah. Mel just a person in general, so I think you know he was kind of be like I'm kind of like his man card yeah he's like I'm still because the thing is when he said it Will Smith was laughing and then Will Smith as soon as he looked over at his wife she wasn't laughing so then that's when he snapped kind of mm-hmm. so he was like okay with it maybe he just didn't uh it maybe it didn't dawn on him yet. Or he's a fucking Scientologist, so fuck Will Smith. Is he really? Yeah. Like back. So they're like, so they're like fucking crazy, anyways. It's like if you're a Scientologist, you're already like, fucking, you live in this like delusion of a world, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Chris Rock should just slept with his wife, then he wouldn't have hit him. I think. I think that's what happened. I think breaking news: Chris Rock <laughs> slept with his wife because she bangs everybody. Say, and like his kids are like. Fluid, so they're always like, they're. I think they're more popular than he is now, mm-hmm. and so maybe he's like, now he's like, man, my kids are like yeah. bigger than me, and my wife's like sleeping around on me, and I'm just like an old man now. Old with, man, with, look at with, my life. With my Oscar, <laughs> my life is so tough. And then he came out with he's like the executive producer of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the drama show. No, well, it's a it's a dramatized version of his show that he's famous for called Bel Air. Yeah, yeah, I saw the previews for that. that yeah, was... they were, they did like a South by stuff for it too, but it's on Peacock. Ooh. Which I don't like any network called Peacock because then just makes me think of like how mean the birds are. No, they're really mean. They're that, super. Aggressive. It reminds me of peacocks. <laughs> Because it's peacocks and they're mean. They're and they're so fucking Because there's aggressive. like certain neighborhoods, even in Austin, that have these like peacocks roaming the neighborhoods acting crazy. One took out one of my dad's headlights. And they're mean to like the dogs in this town. Mm-hmm. They scare the dogs. And then they're like, they're like turkeys. What, so this is what peacocks are to me. They're like fancy turkeys. Turns out they also, so with cars and driving which i know so much about yeah cars um, and driving if you hit a turkey a turkey a turkey a turkey sorry a turkey sleep um, if you hit a turkey uh actually it costs more to fix your car than it would if you hit a deer but it turns out a turkey <laughs> is this a frozen one or? <laughs> yes but if you i love turkey sandwiches which my dad also fa- found out if you hit a peacock it costs actually more damage, like costs more money to fix your car. An angel it, loses its wings. <laughs> basically, I, I, and you are sent to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no going I feel like back that's maybe that. like for a bald eagle, if you ever kill a bald eagle, you're just like automatically Russian. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not American. You're just already just in hell with Putin. Yeah, so uh, Logan, Jake Paul. There's Jake Paul and Logan Paul, right? They're brothers. Sure. So they're like YouTubers that like now are like IFC fighters. Right. Yeah, they're boxers. Boxers. Yeah. So they're like, they became like crazy YouTube famous and now they're like just rich and now fight. And so they like do a lot of fighting stuff. So when Kanye and Pete 
had their little feud going. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul was like, I will give you $30 million to fight each other. So now he's doing this with um, Will Smith and Chris Rock. So I like how everything is just like, I can make money, so let me exploit this. Yeah. And that's like what this, like, that's what like YouTubers now are doing. They're like, now they're figuring out how to like monetize their persona and to like gimmicks. Which none of them will even fight. But it's the thing is, he says those statements just because he knows they'll get like publicity. I think they should slap box Will Smith and Chris Rock. What the fuck is that? Will Smith is like a big guy. It's like just what Will Smith did was just slap him. Oh, he learns something new every day. There is competitive slapping where two people will slap each other as hard as they can. Or have you ever been tickled? Competitive tickling? There's a documentary called Tickled. Oh, yeah, I've seen this before. And they're like these videos, and it's like you make these videos of tickling each other. It's like kind of like a competition with it. And it's this underbelly of like old dudes watching young dudes getting tickled. For God knows what. I don't know what they're doing. I don't don't know. I'm afraid to know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't tickle anybody at these days and ages. <laughs> so last topic. So back to Circuit of America, because that's bringing in a lot of, you know, NASCAR. tourism and stuff. They announced some of their concerts, and they're going to have Ed Shear, fellow redhead. Oh. Are you excited about that? And then uh, Green Day. Oh, fuck Yeah. Green Day is one of those bands that is like, I guess they're just like successful for what? Just being commercial pop? American idiots? American they, have, idiots. they have like a musical. I remember they had a musical. Uh-huh. Yeah. They have like a lot of other bands. All those music videos. Jason, I feel it. like your shoes you got from the future or something. They are uh, South Park shoes, actually. The show? Yeah. These are, uh, like, you know, Butters? Professor Chaos? These are the Professor Chaos Butters. What is is that? Where did you get these shoes at? Online. Yeah. On the internet? Wow. Yeah. wow. You can get anything online nowadays. <laughs> anything? Yeah, ketamine. From the dark web, yeah. Mm. Actually, when I was in California, I kept on seeing ads on my Instagram that were like, you'd qualify for this ketamine trial. And I was oh like, oh, shit. You're you know de- my trauma. You're the demographic. <laughs> it's like young girls in their mid twenties that their dad loves their his car a lot more than them. It's a t- touchy subject. Yeah. So. Oh, you can't touch the car, or I he don't... just waxed it. Don't touch. The... Don't leave your prints. Are you gonna cry? No. Oh no. I'm sorry, it was a joke. This segment is I'm called slap you. No. Damn. Now I know how Chris Rock feels. So pottery. This is a pottery episode. Talking about our love for pottery. So Keegan, how did you like how did you get into pottery? Was it like a a childhood love or you've always just kind of been a fan? So 
<clears throat> Paint a picture. Mold the cup. Picture young 18-year-old Keegan with like a very bright red pixie cut in Georgetown, Texas. Mm-hmm. It's a wind blowing. It's a windy day. Finding out that she has to take an art class for her art history degree. Oh, all right. And it was a sculpture class, and the professor was this heinous woman. And um, I just never went. I just didn't want to go. To a sculpture class? Yeah, I just didn't really care about it. I was like, I'm not going to use art for anything. Art isn't lucrative. Um, So I just skipped it. But one day the studio tech, like, drives his car up to me, and I'm just eating lunch on Mm. a bench. And he's like, why aren't you in class? And I'm like, because it's fucking stupid. Oh, hell yeah. You're like, fuck the man. He's like, I need a studio assistant. So I will just basically pay you money if you come to class. And I said, I like money. And he's like, all right. He's like, I don't think you're very dependable, but like, let's just give this a shot. So it turns out his background was in was he? This sounds a lot like he was soliciting you for sex <laughs> and you got confused. And then he no. was like, and then he like, he was embarrassed that he was soliciting for, and he was like, oh, I'll just have her as my regular assistant. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, because this was, like, during, like, the class period, too. I just hated that class so much. Um, it turned out his background was actually in ceramics, and he actually mentored me. Mm. Um, actually, him and his family took me in. He was married. They had a seven-year-old kid. Oh, wow. Um, so I got adopted when I was, like, 18. That's nice. Yeah, it was, it was nice uh, to have in a In Georgetown? Where is this? Mm-hmm. All right, Georgetown. Are you familiar with Georgetown? It's a suburb of Austin, so it's outside of it's Austin. So it's so shitty. So yeah, it's more country Texas. It's like a lot of the country folk coming. It's like to a lot Georgetown. of conservative old people and a lot of really pretentious. All the small students. Texas surrounding towns will come to Georgetown, you know, yeah. for their shopping or you know, their new uh, butters kicks. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they don't have the internet in these towns, okay. so they instead of the like the internet getting things, they have to go to like. TJ Maxx and wow. become a Maxinista. That's right. Um, cups. But yeah, anyways, so I ended up learning ceramics through him. Um, and then because of my borderline personality disorder, I completely disappeared from that family, even though they were super nice to me. You didn't and tell me anything? You just left? I just left. And then I. Did you take the pots <laughs> with you or what? Nope. <laughs> and I just went to Austin. Um, Which is, you know, 45 minutes. <laughs> yep. Or not even that, like 30 minutes <laughs> away. With traffic, it's like 45 an it's hour. right down the road. It depends on the type of day you drive. Anyways, um, so about like living like, about like two years into living in Austin, I end up going to the studio, like just like calling all of these studios being like, hey, I really want to work with Clay. Like, So you got a love from when he was teaching you yes. for it. Mm-hmm. So now you like want to pursue it. Yes. Um, I, he actually taught me how to, like, build kilns, yeah. weld, um, how to so actually just, Yeah, the whole of process clay. of it. Uh-huh. Um, taught me a lot, like, with, like, woodworking and stuff as well. Um, so, actually, it was funny with, like, that art history degree. I ended up also trying to do um, studio art as well. Mm. And then I dropped out of college, <laughs> as you do. And... Um, 
yeah, I started working at the studio in Austin, and I was working there for free. Um, of course, I got to was make it, my Can you work. say the name of the studio? Um, it was Eastside Pot Shop, um, where, yes, a lot of people did smoke a lot of pot, including my Well, pot. I feel like, it, you know, art, art communities, artists... Oh, a very free spirit. But it was so good, too, because, like, we'd get phone calls all the time. And we were, like, somebody would be like, hey, man. Uh, so, like, what can I buy here? And we'd be like, this is a ceramic studio. And they'd be like, what? This is a ceramic studio. I don't, I don't know, man. I got to go. Okay. All right. Were they so stoned that they were trying to buy pot? A pottery studio. Called the pots. Is it typical that to be a potterist, (laughs) a a ceramicist, you say cerama, I say cyst, (laughs) cerama, cyst. I'm called a ceramicist. Okay, ceramicist. So, is ceramicist typically hippies? Like, is it like a hippie kind of culture or well, is it like, like... we're all like a very, like a lot of them are typically like very, just from my own observations, they like love the earth. They like being alone. Yeah. They love animals. Mm. They love plants. So it's a very weed environment. Yeah. I think if you like, mm-hmm. you, you don't see a lot of ceramicist no. that uh, do like Coke. Because you don't, because it's a very well, time-consuming thing. You have to let like things sit. It's interesting because like when you're actually making like, so what I specialized in was actually hand building, um, which is like building things out of coils. Um, what is that? What does that entail? So you start out with a base, like you like roll out a base. Um, oh, like just clay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You usually want it like a quarter of an inch thick mm. at like least. Depending on like your. Do you make your own clay too, or do you just buy the clay? Um, I have before, but like you uh, can buy the clay, right? Yeah, it's easier to buy the clay. Um, but uh, you'll cut off like bits of clay and roll them, and sometimes into like, and you eat it. You try it. Is it like play doh? You just like. It's not as salty. You probably tried it, right? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's not as salty. Uh, get stuck in your teeth a little bit more, a little grittier. Mm, yeah. It's like eating sand. Um, but yeah, you roll out these coils and then you stack them on top of each other and then you smooth them over each other. So it kind of like creates like a weird rib cage. Jason, um, keep your pants on. <laughs> For some reason, he gets so aroused when you talk about the process of making clay and clay and yeah, it's a it's a little off. So you got the base, you got the coil. What's what's the next step? What's the? Um, you smooth it out with a rib. Oh, I'm using jargon here. No, I'm liking this. <laughs> I love ribs, especially baby back. <laughs> baby got back. I want my baby back, baby back. But right. like, smooth it out. So barbaric. Ooh, that's like so like caveman of you, or cave woman, or is it? Cave, cave fluid. Cave. <laughs> what the fuck? What is the new age? I mean, uh, it wasn't just cavemen rubbing ribs. It's Neanderthal. So I feel like you could maybe do cocaine while you're coil building, but it would just come out really sloppy. I think, yeah, because I think when you're working with your hands, 
Yeah. You don't want to be too fast. You don't want to be like jittery. So you want kind of like a a method. Well, however, because it's all about the hands. Like when you're like throwing, that's what mm. we call it. When you like put a piece of clay on the wheel. Yeah. It's very similar to drumming. It's just rhythm and time. So like when you're like pulling, you have to like be like. Is that when it's like spinning? Is that what you're talking mm-hmm. about? The wheel. Yep. So do you like? Is there like a like like a sewing machine kind of thing where you like um, you can do it and just like rotate, or is it like? There's a pedal, um, but you usually want to keep your wheel going mm. so you can like throw it evenly. Mm. Um, so all of the walls are equally as thick. Um, you can also like pull it up and be like, boop, make something yeah. real tall, or you can just like take it out to the side, and make like a good bowl. Mm. Like I said, personally, I like hand building, but I have taught throwing before um, or wheel throwing. Um, but that's a really, they're both very interesting. Um, Are these pots that you would actually use or is it more of like just like a piece that you would have? Uh, these are pots that you would actually use. Uh, you can also. For like fruit? For like fruits, for like oatmeal. Oats and berries. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Berry bowls are very common to make. Um, I like a nice, you know, guacamole bowl. What kind of, like, I was thinking of, like, what kind of bowls, like an like a ceramic bowl or a nice bowl, what I'd want. And like a nice, you know, like a nice dip, a dip bowl. Ooh, I have made, like, a dipper before, you know, where you, like, there's, like, the base for the chips. And then yeah. there's, like, the little top for the dip. Uh-huh. For Reuben, you can make a nice, like, gravy bowl. Just a nice, <laughs> you know, a nice little ladle on it. <laughs> Just I ladle it in ladle. his mouth. How do they yeah. make the Super Bowl? <laughs> and this segment is called Dead Air. That one really seemed to halt. Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. And that was Dead Air. <laughs> um, But like the coolest part about it is glazing. Uh, Because you're just basically... Yeah, it is. (laughs) We're all fans of donuts here. (laughs) My favorite joke was always 420 glaze it. And then everyone would look at me and be like, Keegan, shut up. Just shut up. Do you ever like put some weed in the pot and you're just like... So actually, I actually... Actually, I actually... Once again, I have not slept. Actually, Um, I've actually... (laughs) This segment is called Actually, I've Actually... (laughs) I haven't slept. <laughs> I, haven't I need slept. a drink. <laughs> I need a drink. I haven't slept. I'm California dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am dead. Um, I have made pipes out of like raw clay and just. What is the pro? It was the process. You like roll it out and then you like carve it out. Mm-hmm. Like whittle it. Whittle it. Scrape Do a nice little whittle. Yeah. Do you use your your rib a rib for that? No. 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 Sometimes I use a chicken bone <laughs> when I make my clay pipes. I, you know, yeah. I put a little, you know, put a little bone marrow in it. Yeah. Bone marrow. Bone marrow. But yeah, glazing's like the coolest part because you're just mixing a bunch of chemicals together mm. with water and a few other different components to create glaze, which is a liquid form of colorant. Mm. Um, that actually turns into color when you vetrify the clay in the kiln, in the big oven. In the sky. In the sky. It's all a metaphor for... Wheel in the sky. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. 
a bowl, the bowl of life. You know, you gotta, you know, life is like a bowl. Eat oatmeal out of it. <laughs> That's what I always like, say. You know, for for Gump, you know, life is oh, life is like a ball of clay. You never know if you can mold it. I've been eating a lot of bananas lately. Like a lot of bananas. Were you like uh or like as a child, were you like into like play doh and clay? Were you like into like kind of the process of like molding things together or or making No, but things I had that one of those kits of? where you could like make like gooey bugs. That do you think cool. food and art go together or do you think food's art or do you think they're two separate things? Do you think the bowl by itself is the art? Or once you're, it's a usable form of art. I think the bowl itself. What is, is the a art. bowl? <laughs> to you, what is a bowl? A bowl is this fucking. Isn't it just a hat? Awesome handmade piece that can be passed down for generations. Like that's the coolest part about like ceramics to me is like you can have like this like mug right that's yeah. made handmade and it's gonna be, probably be passed down through like a family. Yeah. So like you're just like traveling. That, you're, yeah, like, time I feel like traveling. so you collect like these like mugs with like recipes on them. One of the like they're like are soup mugs. Yeah. So they look like little like cauldrons or kettles, and they have like soup and they have like soup recipes. Mm -hmm. So that's like a those are like old. Those are like they haven't made those in a long time, right? You find them at like thrift stores. Yeah. So you're saying like that like that's the kind of style of art you like to make where it's not not necessarily kitschy, but like it's like a it's something that people have, like, a connection to. Yeah. Most emotional connection. Well, it's, like, so cool because, like, when you find, like, you know, like, when you find, like, a really good mug and you just, like, love the handle yeah. on it and you're just, like, oh, this is my favorite mug. I remember for my birthday one year, one of the Batman movies was out and it was, like, a, uh, what was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, That one was uh, Batman Forever. Forever? Mm -hmm. So they had, like, it was, like, Burger King or one of these places had these mugs and it was like an iced, looked like an iced mug. Yeah. And that was like my favorite mug. And if I find that like on eBay or at a thrift store, I would buy it and drink coffee of it, out of it all the time. Yeah. Just because like it just reminds me of being like eight years old and just the time period. Not even just the, not, just the movie, but I just. Yeah. No, I have like these pumpkin mugs that like. My sister and I used to drink hot chocolate out of all the time when we were kids. Mm. And I'm like, I... Was it a pumpkin or a jack-o'-lantern? It was a pumpkin. It was really cool. The handles suck. But if, you, really cool. if you jack off into a pumpkin, is it a jack-off lantern? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so like, um, you're saying, like, pottery is, like, it's art, but it's, like, more of, like, it puts you... In like a certain time or essence, or you like it because it's like adaptable to like other generations. It can be like I like it because it can be adaptable to other generations. I guess yes. Like for instance, I have like a very big mug collection mm. and bowl collection mm. of all of like these different like potters bowls. So you and yeah you just like. What is it? Uh, what not practical? 
What kind of style of art would you call that? I guess I would call it more like. It's like an art that you can use, which is kind of like. Interactive. Interactive art. Yeah. Or something. So you like, you like like piece, uh, pieces that like you can actually use. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is I actually, what I prefer to make is these gigantic butt sculptures. They're like these abstract. Oh yeah, like, I, yeah, me too. <laughs> they're like these like abstract bodies, um, with like these. But really I do that with butts. cake making. You I make like it, to make, make cakes. Cake? I like to like make a bunt, you know, bunt cake, but butt cakes. Yeah, ah. <laughs> you know, and just I like to, you know glaze it. Four twenty glaze, of course. Four twenty glaze it. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah! I never knew I liked chemistry until I got into like glazing. And like also like the firing process is so cool. It can take you up to like ten hours. You're like, and you have to like you're fired, but you're fired. If yeah, get out exactly of my sight, you're do. fucking fired. If you say it twelve times, <laughs> an angel loses swings. <laughs> if you kill a bald eagle, you're automatically Russian. If you hit a peacock, if you hit a peacock, what is that? You're going to hell. You're going to hell. Yeah, but like gay hell. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't know. How, damn it! I said it without thinking. Maybe that would be great. That wouldn't be hell at all. That would be. That'd be well, like. That implies that there's a gay heaven, separate to straight heaven. Gavin. Yeah. Just if you like, let's say you're like a white supremacist, and you go to gay hell. You wouldn't have a good time. But maybe if any of us went to gay hell, we'd have a blast. Not because we'd be like sucking dicks or rubbing clits or anything like that. Not, we just, you know, good people. Sucking dicks and rubbing clits. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that would be heaven for us, you know? That sounds like an asexual hell, though. Oh, like a Canadian hell? Asexual. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know about it? Well, I, you know, so you, did you like learn the history of pottery? So I, now when I think of pottery, I think of like Egyptian pottery. I think of like Greek pottery, you know, from going to like art museums and stuff. And when you see pottery in like an exhibit, they're very like intricately like painted. Mm-hmm. Or it's like kind of like or it tells a story or, or even like a, like a Mayan pottery is very cool and elaborate. See, I learned a lot of different histories about different types of pottery but mainly I learned, like, the different techniques that were used. Mm. Like, in Korea, they used uh, inlaying and primarily used the celadon glaze mm. um, because you could see the inlaid pictures. Oh, and nice. you inlay with different colored pieces of clay, mm. which you usually color it with a slip. Not a rib? when you add a... <laughs> you rub a chicken bone in there? <laughs> Try a chicken bone next time. A slip rib. A little slip rib. <laughs> 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 That slip rib, oh, that just made me want to pop my back. <laughs> I know, I got a slip disc. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fascinating because it's like an art that you create, and then you're learning the technique is like a kind of like a more like a type of art where it's like a a trait, kind of like an old school trait because yeah. they've been doing pottery essentially the same way for hundreds of years. Well, it's like the same thing with like woodworking. Yeah, like you know, like- so it's kind of one of those like worldly traits 
every culture has like a form of like pottery. In Korea, though, they have like a very like prominent love for pottery. Mm. In South Korea, they love soup over there. The they, big soup people. They They're a soup, soup culture. They do love soup. They have the uh, Goryeo Celadon Festival, um, which is this huge parade where they have these giant pot balloons. Mm. And, uh, well, it, actual like like bowls, yeah. Yeah. Like a bowl balloon? Mm-hmm. How do you make a bowl, a bowl balloon? I don't know. I'm not a balloon artist. <sighs> That's who we should have got on the show, Jason. Yeah. Balloon art. It's a dying art. We'll head up the people at Macy's. I'm terrified of balloons. I, I hate clowns. I don't. It's like, don't make me laugh. So we should never go to a circus? My Yeah, I don't like that shit either. Circuses are canceled. They're like cruel to the animals. Those guys spinning around in the motorcycle things. They always die. They're dying. The trapeze thing, that's dangerous. They die. And then like, you have like the freak shows. Aren't we all freaks? I'm Let's a not freak. Exploit it, you know? Yeah. Pinocchio. We're anti-circus. Anti-clowns. We don't even like juggalos. If I see a bottle of Fuego, I turn the other way. See, I'm just afraid of balloons. I really oh, don't like them. Do you know that's like a fetish? Yeah, it's Where not... people like sit on balloons? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, are you afraid of latex? <laughs> or is it the helium? Or is it, you know, or is it the noise? They're unpredictable. The, the texture? They're unpredictable. They can pop at any minute, and they smell weird. Are you talking about Jason or balloons? (laughs) He can pop at any minute. Smells weird. They feel weird. Not a fan of them. Really not a fan. So you you don't want to be a balloon artist. I will never be a balloon artist. So with uh, being like a pottery, a potterist, a potist... Pot lover, pot connoisseur. Would you like to open like a, a pot, like a pottery studio? Yeah. One day if I can ever, one, if I can find a place to live. Two, if I can make enough money. Hey, Three. if you envision it, it will come. You know what I mean? Well, it's Purpose like. Purpose driven life. You look at most of like the most prominent potters out there and like they're in there. Yeah, we got like Joe Potter. We got Jimmy Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. We got, you know, the Doobie <laughs> Brothers, the Great Potters. Um, they're, like, all in, like, their, like, 50s and 60s. So I got time. Well, because it's, like, I think it's, like an, a, like, an old school craft. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, I think, like, a lot of people, I'm not saying it's, like, a, a an old person's art game. But I feel like, you know, a lot of older people, when they retire or something, they, like, paint landscapes. Or they get learn like knitting, which is now I think more young I people are getting into these. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it's an. I'm just saying it's like a, an old person hobby, but now younger people are finding like they like this like old school thing. Yeah, you know, like making candles or some kind of like new way to do an old technique. Yeah, yeah. I I don't ever really want to make candles though. I, th- I think I'm I'm okay with never doing that, ever. They're also unpredictable. 
So with pottery, have you ever done like a series? Like, how do you do like, like, would you like, how do you come up with like a concept for do you like, I really like the movie Jaws. So I'm going to do a whole pottery series on like. So every like. Aquatic themed or something. So you kind of find your own like signature style. Yeah. Mine, it kind of translates through my sculptures. Yeah. Um, But like it also. You put possums in it, right? In your pottery? Nope. Possum teeth? Nope. Nope. But that'd be sick. Um, actually, that'd be really cool because, like, it, the teeth, no, they wouldn't. If I put bones in there, it would create bone ash, which then would ha- leave, like, a really cool. See? Now you got something. Now you got your next series. Um, but, yeah, no, like, it translates... Like my throne work also translates through my sculpted work. Mm. Like, what's the difference between throne throne work and sculpted work? Um, so I have my sculptures and I have my throne pieces. Okay. So like my like usable. So when you're doing like, let's say you're making like a clay pot, but you want to put like a handle or something on that. Do you is that like an after thing? You got to like kind of so, form a base and and then you can add on these other things to it. So you start making the handle first actually okay. and then you throw the pot depending on how long it takes you to throw the pot. But you want to make sure the handle's still wet enough to put on the pot. You writing this down? Yeah. I'm recording. All right. You okay. want to make sure it's leather hard? All right, leather hard. Leather hard. Um and then you actually take off the or take off like bits of the handle. Scratch and slip it. Yeah, so it's like you uh, you do like like almost like a it's not like cross stitching, but right you like to get it to stick to the other surface. Mm-hmm. You you kind of like do these you like marking and then and then add a little bit of water and then just yeah. Do you know that? I'll do it now. You'll do it. I'll do. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it now. He right. says. I think next date night for Jason, yeah. we're making soup ambles. <laughs> We right. <laughs> maybe a late lunch. Yeah, the following day because it takes. Delight. How long does it take for a typical piece to to cook? Um, it usually takes about ten hours. However, it goes through a process of waiting for the bowl to dry, mm. or like, for instance, we're making a bowl. Yeah, you take the bowl, you throw the bowl. You have to wait till it gets leather hard. You trim the bowl so it can have like a foot. Okay. Um, then you leave it out to dry for like two to three days. You put it in the first kiln. You biscuit at 1,800 degrees. So you can't just throw this in the microwave? No. Or like an oven? <laughs> no. Or like an air fryer? <laughs> <laughs> no. So you're saying you can't make a pot in the air fryer? All right. No. Okay. So you have to have a certain type of device uh-huh. that's only used for that. You can't throw a pie in there? Or it's not like a pizza oven? No. Wow, I'm learning something new every day. <laughs> Just pots, all right. Um, and then smoke you smoke a it. turkey. And there's three different levels of um, firing. So mm. you have it's like the seven stages of Dante's Inferno. It's like that, or like the six stages of grief, or however many. Okay, stages. so what? Five. This is, but this is only three, so it's cut in half. So you have your first level, which would be uh, low firing, which would. <laughs> Go back into a kiln the second time at the same temperature as it was originally bisqued at. The low one. Which would be like okay. 1,800. Uh, you have your mid-firing, which is going to be put into the kiln at about um, 20, what is it? 
2100 yeah. degrees. That sounds right. Yeah, that's right, right? <laughs> check check that out. Yeah. All right. He's and then you checking. have high firing, which is put in at about 2400 degrees. Um, and I used to do high firing. Mm. Um, but you're going to put your pots in the kiln for the second time after you've, you've glazed it. Mm. Or you don't really need to glaze it. Personally, so, like, I would glaze it. I like the glazed look. So I've never really done like, well, I guess I've made it like a bowl or two, not to brag, but I've liked the sculpture part of it. And I noticed that you have to like, everything really has to be hollowed out. Mm -hmm. So I made like a duck one time and the every, like I had to hollow out the duck and then even like in the duck's head, that had to be hollowed out because it was just like, it'll explode, right? There's yeah. a typical. Yeah. You want to make sure that there's no air bubbles in it. So if there's air bubbles, even in the pot, it'll like just break or shatter. Or... Um, It might burst. Yeah. Damn. Have you had any uh, ceramic accidents or seen or heard? Um, I've seen a lot of them from working in like the studio. I think they're called ceram wrecks. Ceram wrecks. Um, just from like working in the studio, like I've I've seen a lot of mm. pretty bad mistakes. Um, it's crazy out there. But like I've also seen some shit that I thought was gonna explode because it's like so thick, elaborate, and, like, yeah, not well like thrown, and you're just like. You made it. <laughs> I don't know how one time, you Yeah, did one it, time but... I, like, some people get, like, pretty elaborate with it. I've seen, like, somebody do, like, a pineapple. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this is not going to make it. This isn't going to survive. Survived. It survived. Because they had, like, all these, like, pieces coming off. And mm -hmm. they did the little cross thing technique to put it all together. It's impressive. It's a fun thing. Um, but, yeah, I make giant butt sculptures. And they're, like, about, they're all... 15, 20 pounds. I like, I, I find it like a lot, like the things that I see the most, like with like uh, pottery, it's like that everybody really likes succulents and Austin's a very like, you know, hip culture when it comes to plants. Everybody now, love their succulents. everybody now is like witches and they have like their, their plant babies. So it's like you either have a cat, if you're in your, you know, if you're single or even together with people, and you don't have kids, you either have your plant babies or your fur babies or just dead babies because you have an abortion and you keep those in like a jar. You <laughs> <laughs> think, oh, you're my baby. You're right. So you have the story about the doctor who performed abortions and he, they found like a bunch of unborn, unborn, fe unborn fetuses in his car. <laughs> Like he would just the take smell them of that. Home. What does that smell? Oh, I eat a lot of fish sandwiches. <laughs> That's not fish. Well, we learned so much about pottery. I know. Now on the next topic. Because this episode, Jason, we, did we tell you? I think you were here. Yeah. This episode is Pottery, Cats, and Kratom. What was the name of the episode? <laughs> pottery, Cats, and Pot. No, wait. Pottery, Cats. cats Cats, possums, and pots. Oh, okay. So now we're on the cats part. We're on the cats part. So you are a cat. What do you say? Your your cat is your sibling, your muse, your child, my son, your roommate, your son. He's my son. Your son. So people that don't know, uh, you have a cat that a gray. This big old gray tabby. He's very boisterous. He fetches. He he fetches. He screams a lot. He's always screaming. Can you in, can you interact? Can you do a his scream? Ah! 
And then I go, Draco. And he goes, Is Draco from Dragonheart? Yes. Dragonheart, Jason. Put that on your movie list. Dragonheart. Dragonheart. Uh, Sean Connery is the voice of Draco, right? Mm -hmm. And um, Dennis Quaid. Are dragons in it? Or is it just the... Well, there's one dragon. Draco? Draco. The dragon, yeah. Check it out. That's what her cat's named after. I don't see the resemblance, buddy. I guess he kind of has the. He's just. Maybe, maybe I don't know. He has dragon-like he's, features, not features, he's very, but like, instincts. Slinky and like. Slinky. Slinky. So you you were in um, California. I was in California. Yes. And you had to leave your cat here. You didn't take your cat to California. No, I didn't. Sometimes what I do is because I love my cat so much, I sedate her. I put her in my backpack, and towards the end of the shift, you know, she starts to wake up, you know, and then I sedate her again, and then she doesn't wake up, and then I have to perform CPR, you know, and then she spits up, and it's like a whole thing, and then... You do this every day? Not every every other day. (laughs) I kind of, you know, I want to be a stay-at-home cat dad, but this economy, I have to get out there and work. Yeah. So your cat... You were gone, and you come back, and this cat, live it. Destroyed my house. Ripped open my garbage bag. There's just trash everywhere. And it, like, opened your cabinets? He opened my cabinets. (laughs) (laughs) He broke three of my water glasses. Um, He knocked my laundry basket off of my laundry machine. Um, He also just threw up. Random places. I think cats can, like, throw up on command. I think they can, too. Um, He brings me cockroaches a lot, um, which he's, like, super thrilled about. He's like, look, Mom, look what I did. And I'm like, get that fucking thing away from me because it's not dead yet. Um, So I was cleaning up some vomit today. and Your own or the cat's? Um, Or you don't know whose. It could have been A little bit of both. Do you all throw up together? Ooh, sometimes. I used to have a cat that I had, That well, the cat that I have now. I used to have a cat, the same cat that I have now. She would only, like, she would use a litter box, because I had it by the toilet when I had my own bathroom, this apartment, at the same time that I would, and look at me as she's, like, urinating, or as she's, like, taking a shit while I'm doing the, the same. <laughs> and that's the one thing I don't think cats should see or I don't want to see a cat do that while I'm doing that. No, like if I'm like peeing, my cat likes to jump up on my lap Mm. and then he just stares at me and screams. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) And then you pee on your cat and then you have to like, then it's like your cat's supposed like this and you're just like, why is Super neat. Super (laughs) fun And then you throw up because it's like this. And then we're throwing up together and then it's. And then the cat's licking it up and. It's just terrible. My cat, yeah, my cat, I remember would like, yeah, lay in your your warm clothes. Because I think cats don't really like love you. They just like your warmth. Yeah, I feel the same way. Or they have attention. Because my cat, like, she either wants to be on me constantly or fed. Yeah, my cat's the same way. But if I touch her the wrong way or if I like. Oh, God forbid. Trouble. Pure trouble. He's the worst. I love him, but he, yeah, he really missed me. Um, he also wouldn't let me sleep when I got back. 
Yeah. He would like lay on my side and then just scream at me. And well, then like get up neglected. in my face and then scream at me. And then lay on top of my face and then scream at me. There's a lot of screaming involved in a relationship. I had this incident it might be toxic. where I uh, my cat was wa- like was like just waking me up in the middle of the night, and I'm just so pissed. And at this point, I live with my best friend and his wife, and I like I seriously it was like two or three in the morning, and I picked up my cat and I was like, "You're not the boss of me. I'm the boss of me. I'm the boss." And my my roommates over at the time overheard it. And she thought I was like yelling at like a girlfriend or like a girl that I had over, which is still like concerning <laughs> that I would be yelling <laughs> randomly at three in the morning at a girl and telling her that I'm the boss, not her. But even more concerning, I'm getting in a verbal fight with my cat. And the next day, uh, my roommate, he goes, I'm not the boss. You're the boss. And I go, I'm the boss. And he was like, they made fun of me because I was yelling at the cat. But have you ever had like a breaking point with the cat? Oh, where yeah. you're like almost in tears. You're just like, just be nice to me. My cat and I have conversations like that all the time. Like a lot. Yeah. Um, in cat or? In in, in people. Because I used to, I do the, let's see if I can do it. Kiki. 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 And then, Mow. Mow. And then, Those are the noises I make up my cat. I, yeah. Do you have your cat noises? So, what you say to your cat when no one's around? Hey, you dumb fuck. I just call him a bastard a lot. And then we have conversations like this. Do you hate me? <laughs> Which is yes. Do you hate me? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> wow. And if translated, it's like, yeah, I kind of hate you, but don't make it about yourself. And then it's like, yeah, I get it. And then the fat last one is like. I hate you. Because <laughs> now you're just annoying me. Yeah. So just out of pure annoyance. Yeah. And that segment was called Cats. <laughs> so if you love cats, you know, like me and Keegan, you can go to the Austin Humane Society or even Austin Pets Alive. It's like the best. They You can go there and you can just hang out with cats. Mm-hmm. You can even volunteer. I've done it a couple of times volunteering just to hang with the cats. Because a lot of times cats just need love. And it's really good. Like, they have bunnies, too, which is amazing. So if, like, I think I feel like it's maybe, like, not a good date scenario. Maybe, like, if you were, like, a couple, maybe it's good to go go play with cats. Or if you're not a cat owner, but you love cats. Because Austin used to have this uh, cat cafe called the Blue Cat Cafe. Uh And you go to his cat coffee shop. And they had a whole bunch of cats. And um, lady turns out being, like, she was crazy and it got shut down. But uh, beside the point, it's a common thing. They have like started in like Japan. I think they have it like in the airport. But you go there, get a coffee, and it's just a room full of cats. You get to hang out with them. They get to throw up on you. They get to scratch you. You get cat scratch fever. Cat scratch fever. And then you become like a Ted Nugent fan. So your your favorite animal, though. What is your favorite animal? 
possum. And why is that? I've always been like terrified of possums because those beady little eyes. I feel like they have no souls. Is that why they're your favorite? It's because they're like, they have a cuteness, but a scariness to them. It's a little bit of that. It's like they're adorable and trashy. Oh, like like I, like I am raccoons. Also adorable and trashy. That's true. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say that. They I, play dead a lot. My favorite thing to do at a party is just bury myself underneath people's coats and just not <laughs> be there. And somebody takes oh. off the coat and they're like, "Keegan, you're still here." And I'm like, "I wish I was dead." That's me playing dead. <laughs> That's how you do it. Um, sleep is like you know playing dead, kind of. And I I sleep. I can a sleep lot. anywhere. So would you say you're more of a cat? Or a possum? I don't know. Because, like, my possums are kind of needy, and I can be kind of needy. Don't you have a possum at your home? Yeah. His name's Cohen. Cohen. I feed him chicken salad. (laughs) Chicken salad. Chicken salad. He can have the mayo? I thought possums were lactose intolerant. (laughs) They can eat anything. I'm more of a, I would say, like, because, again, possums, they look more scary than cute to me. And I've always, like, I lived on this ranch as a kid, and my mom would feed the cats right by the door for some reason. It was, like, a little bit gated. And I wasn't wearing my glasses, and I went down. And I go, oh, Kiki. I was French then. I go, oh, Kiki. <laughs> you know. And um, I went down to pet this cat. Turns out it was a possum and hissed at me. And I fell over backwards, and ever since then, I have, like, a fear of possums. See, that's why they're so great. For the, for, for, yeah, for you. <laughs> for me. They're a nightmare. They're a nightmare. They're Those so beady, not- they used to haunt my dreams. They're so sweet. I have people that will just, like, bring them to my work, and they'll be like, Keegan, we found you, baby Have you possums. ever seen a possum, like, hanging from a tree? That's terrifying, too. They're just hanging upside down. I got this possum like sleeve post. going. How many possum tattoos do you have? I only have three t- t- tattoos right now, but I'm oh, looking possums. to get more. Yeah. What? Uh, I mean, you, yeah, you probably need more possum tattoos if you're a true fan. It's gonna be a possum sleeve. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I'm gonna get a possum. I got animals that I have. I have a sheep, I have a cat. I have two cats. Uh, I got an armadillo. I like armadillos because they can like they're kind of like roly polies. You know? They have leprosy. So they, that too. I like I like an animal with some danger to so it. So if you were a trash animal, you'd be a armadillo? No, because I would say like my favorite trash animal is probably a raccoon. You know, trash panda. I just think the, I just love the raccoon memes. And they're just so cute. But he, or a squirrel. I really like squirrels too. I really So those are trash animals too, you know. Yeah. So, like, squirrels, possums, raccoons, you know, those, I would say, are the ultimate trash gang. Grade A trash animals. Yeah. Rats, I would say least favorite on the totem pole. Yeah, I'm there with you on that. Or, like, a like a nutrients. It's kind of like a beaver. Yeah. They're like giant rats. Yeah. Or, like, a ferret. Stinky ferret. Like, lemons. Lemons. Lemmings? Lemmings? Yeah, yeah. It's not lemmings. Like, lemurs? No, like, just, you know, lemmings that, like, people thought they, like, jumped off cliffs, but it's really just, like, Walt Disney throwing them off a cliff. Turns out lemmings 
We call each other off the cliff, you know. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So we're nearing end of the show. Is there anything you want to shout out or any advice that you want to give the fans or tell anybody anything coming up? Um, any words of encouragement? So what would you say for the, these young potters out there that like if you want to get started doing pottery, what's the best way to like get started? Just be willing to work for free. <laughs> it's almost like an apprentice type thing. Yeah. It's like a craft because you can't really afford to do it on your own because of the, the, the equipment and process. Yeah. So you really need to find like a somebody studio gonna... or somebody to do it and kind of like say, hey, show me your way or take a class. Take a class yeah. like ACC, most community colleges. Even a lot of these studios do classes. And I like those are like I think those are like the ultimate type of dates. I like dates that are like interactive in a sense because you can't just fucking drink all the time. You need healthy dates. So it's like a painting class or like a cooking class or a pottery class. Or I just want to reenact the scene from Ghost. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to get the ghost photo and we're going to pose. You'd probably be Patrick Swayze in this scenario. I would be. And then I'm going to be Demean Moore. <laughs> that could gonna, be our cardboard yeah, cutout for yeah, the show. Yeah. And you're going to reenact it. What's the song? Um, Jason, what's the song? I don't know what you guys he doesn't. He doesn't even know about the movie <laughs> Ghost. Jason, we're the same age. You know. All right, for our fans, go out there and watch Ghost. Ghost the ultimate. No. Yes. <laughs> go out there and watch Ghost. That's Patrick Swayze, Demean Moore, and Whoopi Goldberg. For Patrick Swayze is like a pottery teacher. I don't. I don't even remember the movie. He's haunt. He haunts pots. I think she's like taking a pottery class and like he's very like, sensual. This is a sensual scene with. With uh, Patrick Swayze and Demean Moore, and he's like using his hands over. And I can't remember what that song is. Making pots, making a pot. What's the song? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, IGTV, Apple Podcasts. Is it Apple Podcasts? Apple Music? Yeah, that's Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Right now, we have a YouTube channel, which we're looking for likes and subscribes. If you like and subscribe, to our YouTube channel right now, I will send you personally a magnet oh. or a keychain or a button or all three. So like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's going to be Austin Culture Club on YouTube. And check out our other show, The Katie Hausman Project, with local comedians in the show. And um, Jason, is there anything you wanted to add? Um, thanks for the listens. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um we got a busy month next month. We got some cool guests. The comic uh, next week's show, we're going to have the the creator and artist and writer of the comic book, Bigfoot Knows Karate. I was thinking about writing a comic book and call it The Loch Ness Monster Knows Pottery. <laughs> <laughs> what was the book you're writing about? The Flamingo? Flamingo... Goes to the kennel, the ken. The, what's the what's kiln? the cookie? The kiln. Why can't I think of the kiln? The kilt, the kiln. The kilt, the kiln. The kiln and the cross. <laughs> Can we smoke it here?
Austin Culture Club is recorded at Austin Public Studios, hosted by Ruben Gonzalez and Joey Patton, produced by Julian Guevara, assistant produced by Jason Rosenberg. Check us out on IG, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. The show is sponsored by Top of the Galaxy Smoke Shop. Use promo code CULTURE for a discount on all your smoking needs.